Underground movers. Spinning the hottest artists on the planet. You're live with Shy Cypher on Power 107.6. The truth. Let's go. Make some noise. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Peter G. Shaw Cypher. You tuned in to Power 107.6, The Truth. We in Jacksonville, Florida. We about to get up with the homie Splash Rob. You know we do interviews on a daily basis. We always support these independent and unsigned artists. So let's see what he got going on right now. Shout out to everybody supporting. You already know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. What's good? This be the G Shaw Cypher. You are tuned in to Jacksonville Power 107.6, The Truth. Let us let people know who on the line right now with us. Yo, what's happening, man? This Cleveland finest up the way goes. You know what I'm saying? Splash Rob, aka Party with Splash. Party with Splash. Yeah. Splash Rob. Listen, man. I got a list of stuff to talk to you about, man. I got a list of stuff that we want to talk about. We're going to try to get in as much as possible. You know what I mean? But you got a lot going on, so we're going to get right to it. Splash, where did it all start? You know, I see some different things that, that we you got going on. You, you But break it down. Like where, where did Splash Rob the brand come from? I, I think you had a different alias at one point, but let's bring that, bring that back. Tell me where it came from. Yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, when I was in the hood, you feel me, everybody started off in the hood, you know what I'm saying, they got the hood name, with the hood car, you feel me, all the names I ever got, I never called myself, I never named myself, you feel me, I leave that up to the people. Right. So like, boom, I started out as this, you feel me, I was drunk, you feel me, I was in the hood, you feel me, yeah. you know what I mean, turned up all the time, like, man, so I went from that, and then once when I started doing the party. You feel me? I was doing team party first. So I was under somebody. I had to get brought in to the game under somebody. So he like, bro, like, you just not a promoter. You my head of promotion. You feel me? And gave me a title with it. But then he like, man, we got to think of another name for you because I can't be introducing you as the head of promotions of my company to people's parents as drunkies. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I get, yo, yo, I understand that. Yeah, because he's like, man, I'm doing teen parties and their parents paying for their birthday party. And that ain't a good look. Happening. Like, I was about to have a party with drunkies. Like, what? Y'all about to be drinking? Like, nah. Right. I went back in the hood. Like, nah, you done graduated from drunk. That's a, that's a younger you. Like, man. And then I had the song. I had my first song was called Swag Splashing. And like, man. They like, nah, you Splash Roberts. Nah, you got the drip. And oh. Like Flash Roberts and then it's like, man, that's too long. Then we just cut it to Flash Rob and then it's just been that ever since then though. Right, right. Just been lit, just been lit ever since then. Like I got videos and all this shit through this shit, like Yo, keep that, cause you. I, I know, I, and we could talk about this too. But but keep all that, keep all those videos, cause I know you got a documentary that you're gonna do. You can't be an artist without doing some form of documentary. You know what I mean? So you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely put that together with that. So, and I just you know tipped off a little bit. But you said that you were a promoter, then you moved to artist, right? Were you always an artist in in heart, or is that something that yeah, like you transitioned to? I was actually an artist first. Then 
after I threw my first birthday party, like I shut down like one of the main local teen clubs on my first party, like my first birthday party. So it was like 11.30, the line down the whole plaza. I ever made the first like promo video. You know, cameras was rare back then, like right. 2007, 2008. Right, right, right. Especially on the young, young side, like we had to go there with the digital camera, take pictures, upload it on the computer. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> right, right. You had to put so in some I work. Actually, I was actually the camera dude first. I was the picture dude. And everybody used to come to my page to get the pictures from the party. Then I took the camera to school and just told everybody to say, you're going to be at my birthday party. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not no, I wasn't no lame then. And then we, yeah, so it was like, oh, I got everybody, every known person in the hood, all the cute girls that everybody want to be around. They all, hey, we going to be at this party. We going to be at Slack. Y'all know how it's about to go. So I got the whole school talking about it. Plus, I'm, I'm, I'm known. And I went to every school. Like on Harvard in my city, like every school on Harvard, I was hopping around. So it was like, for me going to all the different schools and being known in each one is just bound to happen. Like, right, so right, like yeah. So let me let me ask you this: Talk to me about Splash Productions. I see that you had a you have or or your imprint started about two thousand nine, right? So Splash Productions. Talk about how that how that you know. Um, was created because it seems like you were you said you were under somebody and now it seems like you 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 transitioned to doing the thing on your own you know what i mean splash productions we'll talk about that yeah so with splash productions what like i said when i started boom all right we young you feel me and this is how a lot of i be peeping like i peep game for real for real because it's like i'd rather uh went through it how i went through it being younger and going through the motions and living and learning rather than popping when I was young and then just signing anything and then end up stuck in a deal or something because that's how they get niggas. They hit you with the glitz and the glamour and you like, yeah, I'm turned up all this yeah, fun. Yeah. I'm just doing something, having fun. Like, promoting parties, like, yeah, I brought everybody out. Everybody knows it's my birthday party. I brought them out. But then at the end of the day, I get hit with $100 when – Niggas getting charged paying twenty, thirty, forty dollars to get in, and everybody paying. Like it ain't no, oh, this is my friend, he can get in. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So it's like it's only so many times I was gonna get hit. I'm passing out flyers at school. You feel me? Hitting people, leaving school early to go pass out flyers, and then the party come. It's five, six hundred, seven hundred kids in a in a spot, and I'm getting seventy five, fifty dollars. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, that 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 don't calculate right. You know what I mean? That math don't sound right. I get it. I, I feel you. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, you paying dudes, paying for everything, but then it was like, I'm bringing the people, and I'm only getting this, and that's only gonna happen for so long. Before you feel me? And then I wanted to elevate. Like we getting older as we was going along. You feel me? I came in, I did my 16th birthday party. So once I got 18, you feel me? I got people in college. I'm raised around older people, four or five years older than me. So everybody going to college, they talking about these college parties and 21 and up parties and phone parties. I'm like, man, this shit sounds, man, I'm trying to go do something like this. And then, I'm like, they just wanted to stay on the same level with the team, with the team thing. So I just had to break off 
do my own thing, you feel me? But it was like, basically, I just took what I was doing and minimized it and maximized it at the same time. Because it's like, instead of me going to all these schools and trying to be everywhere at once, I just have representation of me in every school. So, you know what I'm saying? I knew a lot of females. I'm a ladies' man, you feel me? Me being a dark-skinned nigga in the Scorpio. Yeah. I'm a ladies' man. Yeah. I'm like, I hate going to parties that have more dudes than girls. So I'm, I can take care of inviting females. I need a female to invite dudes or other girls. So I had a promo group in each high school of girls, and they had a name and a crew or whatever, you feel me? And that was Flash Reduction. And we had, like, probably, like, two groups. We had the Fly Boys of SoCali back then. That was Flash Reduction. Yeah, that was, yeah we, had a, we had our run, though. I hear that. I hear I hear that. So let me ask you this. Like how did you how did how did you balance out being a promoter and an artist at the same time? Like, you know, what what when did you decide that you was doing one over the other or were you doing both at the same time? Like, you know, tell tell me how you yeah. how you deal with that transition. So my bros that I was with and around, you feel me, was getting brought up in the game with and staying with basically Dane B, A.E. Rich, they was artists, you feel me? They were always, they were always artists, but they was the artist in attraction to the party. So I'm around them. We are, all right, I ain't the best rapper, you feel me? I got a little hood fame and motherfucking, and the school fame, so I could use that. I'm like, my lyrics and my voice wasn't all the way there. So it's like I had to master my crash and, and, and find myself inside the music. But the whole time, couldn't nobody mess with me on the promoting side. Like when it came to that promotion, I was them. Like I was, I was, I was, I was turned on that. So it was like I just had to work on till it was like, yeah, no, nah, this is like that swag flash record. I pushed that when we did the remix. I pushed that for like two years before I dropped another record because I'm like, I need to. I need them to know me for one thing for right now. When you see me, you know I got to leave for one good thing, and then I'm, I got the party. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, so it's like I really, I could do other records and stuff, but it was like, hey, I got my hit. You know what I'm saying? And now we're at the party. I come in, I do my thing, and I'm up. And they like, where they go? Like, we wasn't always at the party the whole time. So it's like, we come, arrive, perform. And slide, and it's like, where they go? And we always had our own spot, so we like bachelors in the city. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. So let me ask you yeah, this: our our, our our anniversary lightweight coming up, like for real, for real. We did our first party October third, two thousand nine. Our own self-funded party. That's you dope. I mean? We put the money in the pot. We all put a hundred dollars up. <laughs> And y'all made damn near a thousand dollars off of honey. I hear that. Yeah, that's, that's how that's, that's how you flip it. Yeah, that's how you flip it. Let me ask you this, and I'm gonna tell I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. Just a little bit, you know what I mean? 2016. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about 2016. Cleveland Cavaliers win a championship. Y'all, it's it's it's, it's 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 snapping right now in Cleveland. Like 
you know, LeBron, LeBron came up and came back home and it was, and, and he, he, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. He, the he city and do. the city was going crazy. I remember watching it myself. I wasn't there, but I remember watching it. You know, you start something called Party with Splash, the brand, and you got, uh, you make an acting debut. Talk about the acting and what what happened in 2016, and you you made all these changes that that got you lit at that particular time. Yeah, all right. So in between, you feel me doing our own thing and people switching up. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what comes with the game. You feel me? It's like I'm going to all these spots, I'm smacking all these spots out and promoting these clubs, and I'm the reason people coming to the club. And people know I'm the one promoting the party. But at the same time, once when the club switch up on me, I'm stuck having to rebuild. And I done branded this club instead of branding myself. And that's why I said I had, I'd rather learn, live and learn and go through, through it, how I went through it, to know these certain things. Like you gotta have a brand and push your brand and people tie into your brand and grow with your brand. You feel me? People is a part of my come up because they don't watch me and see me. Like, yeah. they know I ain't lying. Right. So they a part of this. So it's like, we got a sentimental type value. So it's like, once in a while, I'm like, man, I'm about to stop. I'm going to just promote me because the clubs want me. The club is there. They stationary. They dead though. So once I come in and then it's like the money is overflowing. Like the money, the capital in the city went crazy that year. Like Yeah. And just like having a downtown spot, all everywhere was going. But all you had to do was get in somewhere and I was lucky enough, you see me before the lens from where to where we was getting the dough. We was running everything. Now I'm I'm a seasoned I'm a seasoned vet in this shit. Yeah. For real, for real. So it's like, I done did this. I know the owners don't switch up. I know how my door deal is supposed to be. I know I'm supposed to be getting off of this. I I can, I got my own DJ. You feel me? DJ Darrell from the Migos was our DJ before. He got tired of the city politics. Of saying all he wanted to do was turn up and he don't play nothing for the ladies. And he moved to the Atlanta. I'm like, man, I can't do this, man. I'm gone. Yeah. And then he popped up with the Migos. I remember him tweeting about it. Like, man, I'm about to go down here and meet with these dudes. They like Gucci, but it's a group. They rap like Gucci. And he sat there, had a reason to go down there. You feel me? And went to a show, asked them if they needed a DJ, and it had been a rap very since. You feel me? Yeah, so yeah. like being that close to somebody that do something like that, it's like it's only a matter of time, for real, for real. But you can't force or try and be like, ride another person coattail, way yeah. and be like, oh, bring me on. Like, oh, he didn't come back and grab me. He ain't a real nigga. Like, no, nah, it ain't about that. Like, Yeah, he made a way. He, he made his way. You in, know what and mean? his all the way, all the way in to bring somebody in. Like, everybody always wants somebody to bring somebody in. You can give somebody an opportunity. But you can't force them into what you got going on. Right, 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 right. Uh, so over yeah, once that building a brand and establishing that brand and actually making me a thing instead of the club a thing, 
right. set everything off. And right. ever since then, back. You know what, though? Another thing I saw, you know what I mean? Because I can tell, you know, based, based on what I'm seeing about you is, you know, you really turned that what was a club brand into your own brand because not only did you do that, you won Best Promoter Awards for that, too. You know what I mean? Like, you won yeah, some awards yeah, for that. Yeah, that. That, was, that was the first year. 2016 was the first year they gave me, like, an actual promoter of the year, of the year award. And that's coming from after I smacked out a club with our top radio DJ on the Saturday night for my Thursday night going harder than he is. You feel me? I ain't winning that year. <laughs> so I, good. I, they know I, who I you are. The I don't want to get the best promoters who claim that they was the best promoters. And my night went harder than theirs all year. I ain't winning that year. You feel me? Every time I lost the club, I came back smacking it out. I ain't weird, but I ain't. I mean, I was never focused on the trophies. I was focused on the dollars. Like, Facts. Because people be getting it confused and think that. Just because this looked good, they might not even be getting paid for real, for real. That's why they yeah. got more leniency to do certain stuff. I'm right. putting my own money up this whole time. This whole time, this whole grind, I'm putting my own money up. This one, man, we was playing for studio time. with studios was 100 hours. Man, like going in there, like having to be on our shit. You fuck up on your verse, the whole squad looking at you like, man, bro, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> right, right. Let me but, ask you this. Yeah, like, so let me let me ask you this because I want to talk about Slash Rob the artist because the promoters the promoters been grinding, been taking it to the level all these years, all these years doing different things, building your brand, building others up. But Splash Rob the artist, we fast forward to 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 twenty twenty. You got this single called Right Now out. Pandemic hits crazy. How do you adjust to the pandemic and still keep your grind and still push the record that we gonna play a little bit later? And we talk about the record too and who produced it. Oh yeah. So twenty twenty, bam. And I got that's lightweight part of the reason why I'm on lightweight house arrest right now for real, for real, because of the pandemic. But we gonna get to it. So I didn't start DJing until twenty nineteen. You feel me? I called the DJ up. Like, boom, everybody know I had the most turn DJs at my party. You feel me? I got the real, I done, I got the listen, listen, go on. The real, phenom, explosive, you feel me? Oh, look, hit a dude up. This is my first night. I got this new club. I don't know what it's going to do. What you going to charge me? Dude told me three tickets. I'm like, bro, it's my first night. And he's like, yeah, man, that's what I can do. So I went and bought my own equipment with that same 350 he was going to charge me on Tuesday, ordered it off Amazon, got me a turntable. Bam. That Thursday, I had myself and was down there DJing. First time DJing, never practiced nothing. I just knew good thoughts selection. Fast forward, I get hired in a strip club just off being known and being around people. I ended up, used to go to the strip club with, uh, who was MGK DJ at the time. My dude DJ eight. So I ended up getting hired that way. Man, six months in, I got I won strip club DJ of the year. Oh, me being in the strip club and seeing the whole culture of that, I developed a ear and a sound for the music that they wanted to hear. 
and figured I needed to switch. Like, hold on, I need to switch this up because I wasn't never focused on the strip club or going to the strip club. I'm in a regular club, like thinking, turn up, turn up, turn up. They want the turn up music. And I get there, like, hold on, if you ain't making nothing, the ladies can dance to. You ain't got nothing going on. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if they can't work to us, I'm like, I got to make something for here. Yeah. And that was the alibi. The first strip club that I worked at was the alibi, alibi. You feel me? I was in there the most tur- the most paid DJ in the city at the time. I'm talking about making 400 Thursday, 500 Friday, Saturday, another 400 on Thursday. I mean, on Sunday, not even including the tips from the ladies. Like, I was eating this. Good, 15 or two bands a week. And then I won, like I said, I made the Right Now joint. That ended up being the theme song in there. And I broke it in a club before I even put it out. That's why I say it ain't come out until 2020, because 2019, I was pushing it in the club. Like, do they really like this? Or they just happy that I'm the bag in here? So once when I broke it for a year myself, then I actually put it out. Like, no, nah, they really like this song. They fucking with it, and then that's like my brand theme song because it's like the first thing I say, party with flag right now. I'm set, and it's like from there, yeah, girls don't twerk to it, so I gotta have a booty short, I gotta have a merch to match the, to match the drip of the song, yeah. And it, and it was a rap. I pushed it for a year behind the scenes before I put it out, pushed it another year with the pandemic, everything shut down 316. You feel me? I end up getting a DUI on the day, the last day before they closed the club. Because I ain't know what. This is all I know. This is my life. You feel me? I'm making money off being in the club. And you telling me they got the power to shut down all the clubs everywhere? I ain't know how I was about to get some money. Yeah. You feel me? I'm like, boom. I done turned up, overturned up, end up in a DUI. You feel me? But then with the whole pandemic, COVID, Ain't no court, so I just, I got to drag it out. But I had to switch up the hustle because it's like how I'm gonna reach the people without it being being no club. And it's like some people it hurt it, but some people like adjust it because it's like either you gonna fold or adjust when that pressure on. Right. So I I chose to adjust, and me not even paying attention, I've been so. All these years, I've just been party, party, party. I'm the best. I'm the best. Ain't nobody going to turn up like me. Ain't nobody going to turn up like me. But I ain't been, been able to travel. I feel like I probably, when I was at somewhat of my peak that people would look at, like, I've never traveled. I've never went to Atlanta. i never. This is my first time I'm actually getting to travel because I got free time. I ain't booked Thursday, and I got to be, it's Tuesday. I got to be back Thursday or I can actually kick it down here for a week and get a feel of the city. I can go down here for a weekend. So during the pandemic, everybody was doing the live review things, and it's like the live review hustle came about, for real, for real. The live review hustle came about, and I got hit to the conference calls while I was pushing my single. So I got to get my single heard because everybody in the house, I'm getting to be able to touch, touch and get heard by people that I've never been able to reach ever as far as radio DJs, uh, coalition DJs, and North Carolina DJs, Houston DJs, Dallas DJs, 
I'm tapping in with everybody. Like, when they hearing a song, like, oh, I know what this is doing in the club. And then I'm coming to their city doing records with people. You feel me? And actually going to their studios because the studios is, that's where you got to be. Like, they know who hot and who done came here and hard and who not. <laughs> right, right, so right. Like, like so, the engineers know what's up. Them, them silent killers. The engineers, the directors, the, and the cameras, the videographers, and engineers, they yeah. know. They see the silent killers and that can help put you in a situation with a word in your place. Dope. Let me ask you this. Like, now that, now that you've learned all the way from 2008 through now, different different aspects of the business, you know, whether it's been a promoter, a DJ, an artist, you know, or anything that you had to do in order to, to, uh, you know what I mean? In, in order to keep it grinding in this, in this, in this business, like what is the biggest thing you've learned since being in a business and going through all these different challenges and changes and victories and things like that? Man, the biggest thing I learned is to bet on yourself one, have trust in your team, like real trust in your team, because your, your team want the best for you, you feel me? But you got to make sure everybody's right in your team, because it, it's always probably that one that either his vision might be different than yours, but people got to learn to sit back, you feel me, and take a step back, because only somebody that's not you can tell you what you're doing wrong. Right, right. Because it's like, I can see what you could do, what you should be doing, but you don't want to listen to me because you think it's the ego. It's the ego and pride thing. You got to let your ego and pride go to the side. That's, that's the number three. And both, the people, it's not about you. It's about the people. Like, I'm, I wasn't putting myself on flyers big as hell. I was making sure it was a ticket. I wasn't promoting me. I was promoting a ticket. Once you got there, you knew it was me that threw it. But that's what got you there. Yeah, I feel you. So what would you say? Definitely. Now, what would you say is, and this is a question we ask everybody, this particular one. What would you say is your definition of grind right now as we speak? My definition of grind is Ooh, non-definition of grind is like self-motivation. Like, how motivated is you to do what you're doing? Like, if you're willing to put that last $100 to you and know that, like, I ain't even worried about making a loss. Like, I know I'm about to win. And, yeah, like, self, self-motivation, man. Because, like, yeah. without me hustling grinding, I wouldn't be here to this to this day, tell us being able to tell y'all this story. Right, you put in the and work. Like, this real story. You put in the <laughs> like, work. Like, like real work, like footwork, like people is living off the internet right now, smoking mirrors, tricking people, buying followers, buying likes. Everything I got going on is authentic because I done built a solid foundation for what I got going on. It's one no overnight thing. People out of town just now probably hearing about me because I've been so focused on locking the city down. You know, they they, they preach this type of stuff to you for real, for real. And it's like, wait, fucked up. Because when you think about it as an artist, 
first you got to get confident in yourself to even let people know about your talent. You got to find that confidence in yourself to be like, oh, I'm going to come out. It's a secret at first. And then you might tell family or something, and they're like, oh, nah, I don't think you should. And then it's like, all right, this might keep going, keep going. But they family, you feel me? So they got a motivation to tell you something positive. Or they can just dog you and be like, nah. Then you go and find your friends and tell them the same thing. Like, So you got to be the best to yourself first. Then you got to be the best on your block or in your hood before you come out. Like, yeah, all right, I've been grinding, working on trying to make better rap. I got to be the best in the hood. Then you got to be the best on your side in the city. Then you got to be the best in your city. So after all them years of trying to focus on just something small as your city and trying to win people over who probably ain't believing you at first, you four or five years in. <laughs> right, right. You put, that's that footwork. That's that grind that you're talking about, though. You know what I mean? So I definitely understand that. Yeah. You know, so, so listen, tell everybody, because we're going to get ready to play this song. Uh, right now in a minute that way they can they can see what's really popping with this song but tell everybody where they can find you on social media you got adult following but there's a lot of people that still need to find out what what splash Bob's about so how, how can they get to you y'all can find me follow me search me google me you feel me at party with splash p-a-r-t-y w-i-t S-T-L-A-S-H. No H on the wick. It's only one me. I was Splash before the Splash brothers came in the league. You feel me? This yeah. drift been going on. Yeah. You ain't never met an entrepreneur a day in your life. You came to Cleveland, motherfucking Ohio, and met me. And if you ever got somebody that you ever met in Cleveland, and you ask them who, who should I fuck with, they gonna point you in my direction. Yeah. That's what it is. Got a Cleveland in- <laughs> any right, right. Any, everybody knows somebody in Cleveland. Any, any. Everybody in Cleveland knows Splash Rob. Shout out to everybody in Cleveland. You know what I mean. And definitely, if I ever come to the city, ever come to the city, I'm gonna be looking for you. Definitely. Um, any shout outs that you want to give to anybody before we introduce and play this record? Oh yeah, no, I gotta give a shout out. You feel me? First and foremost, God letting this conversation happen. You feel me? I had to pray for. You feel when we got on the phone to let everything come out how it needs to come out. And he blessed this conversation. So that's the first shout out. And then the second shout out to my daughter. You feel me? That's who we got. You feel me? That's who I'm grinding for. Because <laughs> she, she, I'm just dad to her. But <laughs> everybody else knows what's really going on. And then shout out to Holla Adam Do It Design. You feel me? That's our custom apparel shop. Shout out to Holla Studio. That's our studio. You feel me? Homebred. We produce so many hits. Shout out to my brother Dane B. He's head engineer over here, producer. Shout out. And we got airbrush artists too, man. We all over with this. Not just music with us, man. It's not just music with me, man. So, yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Shout out to the gang. So do me this favor. Shout out to the city. Shout out to everybody supporting, you know what I mean? Listen, if y'all just tuning in, we on the phone right now with, with, with Splash Rob. He on he on uh, on social media and Google Play, uh, Party with Splash, you know what I mean? That's Party, W-I-T, Splash, 
on all kinds of uh all kinds of networks uh instagram twitter all that all that good stuff google uh, but if you missed what we were talking about give us about 24 48 hours we'll have this up on iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify. That way you can rewind and play back and hear what's going on. Especially if you're trying to get to Cleveland, you need you need to know who to contact. Make sure y'all come back and tune in. But right now, Rob, splash Rob, give me that. We got this. Man, I dropped some gems on y'all, man. Y'all like right. y'all gonna have to rewind and listen. I dropped some gems like build your own brand up. I know it's somebody out there with an idea. Make your idea a reality, man. Right. It ain't just a dream. It's your reality. Put a couple dollars towards it. Research it. Master your craft. And get on that shit. Don't facts. play with it. All facts. Do me a favor. Give me... Now, get... I never thought I'd be an artist with over 100,000 legit streams on Spotify. Yeah. You feel me? Uh, right. An artist art that's... Uh, actor in a household name that I done built off a of party. You feel me? I was the first person to turn party into a legit business, and now I'm making money from 11 in the morning. People don't even get up before 12. And I'm waking up to orders and money and all this shit just off of believing in ourselves. You feel me? Everybody got a roll. Right. Gotta make it about cars. Roll right. with just one wheel and somebody trying to drive. No. Y'all de- make sure y'all definitely check that out. You know what I'm saying? Check that out. Don't sleep on this man. He's been grinding. He's been going. He's been doing this thing for a long time. You know what I mean? And the people that put in that footwork, that's the people you need to be dealing with on a daily basis. But do me this favor. Give me this mean intro. Give me the the, the fire intro. You you DJ, give me the fire intro to the song <laughs> that, that we get ready to drop right now. Okay, okay. Let me let me let me get in my mold though. Oh, look, man, it's last Rob. Right now, we about to tap in into the hottest perk song that you ain't heard, but after you hear it, it's going to be your favorite song. I got dogs down in Florida. I'm talking about 305. I'm talking about Fort Lauderdale. I'm talking about DJ Meat. Shout out to Meat. Shout out to Red. Shout out to Rich Homie John, Jacksonville, to Florida, to Texas. They love this song right here, man. It's called Right Now by Slash Rob, man. We about to turn wherever you at into a party with Slash. Let's get it. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all already know. Y'all already know what's going down. Shaw Cypher, Splash, Rob. Let's get it. You're live with Shy Cypher on Power 107.6. The truth. Let's go. Make some noise. This is Power 107.6. Dropping a new joint. The truth world premiere. Bounce that ass right now. Shake that ass right now. Shake that ass right now. 
Bounce that ass right now. Right now. Harass is trending topic. That's a hash. Tag. Once I seen that ass, had to double. Tag. I might hit it once, but I won't double. Back. Bend it over, got behind it. Quarter. Back. Throw it back like it's a Thursday. Fuck a snack, baby girl. You an entree. Better yet, a buffet. Got me in here throwing cake. Like it's your birthday. Yeah, it's your birthday. Ooh, it's your birthday. Bought her in the bread some drinks because they had some Thursday. Pull up on the Saturday. This take 480 to Broadway. Dark skinned nigga, and I do it for the hoes. I ain't rude of banging preen, but little bitch, I do the most. I'm not big moose. Huh? Throw some cash on me. Okay, girl, go buy some goose. Yeah. City booty bounce. Splash I'm not big moose. Huh? Throw, throw some cash on me. Okay, girl, go buy some goose. Bounce that ass.